Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. I'm your host, Dale York, and I designed Just Fish Outdoors to focus on freshwater, lakes, and streams, and to provide information, tips, and techniques, along with how-to segments for catching everything from crappie to catfish. We will also provide tips on equipment, tackle, boating, and much, much more. All of this is aimed at helping you catch more fish and have fun doing it. So join us each week as we talk about my favorite subject, fishing. And that'll bring us to our special segment for today. Uh, You know, folks, when you think about trout and trout fishing here in Oklahoma, uh, you know, Oklahoma is probably not one of those states that come to mind. You know, there's uh, some states, especially east and north, that uh, uh, have much more of a trout uh, history than Oklahoma has. But in fact, Oklahoma has some great year-round trout fishing locations and even more opportunities to catch great fish uh, in the winter months and uh, that's what we're going to kind of focus on this week is uh, basically everything you wanted to always wanted to know about Oklahoma trout fishing but we're afraid to ask <laughs> and uh, to help me with that segment today I brought in uh, my brother Brian, who's uh, uh, a long-time trout fishing. Uh, we've caught these things in uh, several states and uh, pursued them for many, many, many years around Oklahoma. And uh, Brian, thanks for coming into the studio today, and uh, let's talk about some trout fishing. Let's get it on. <laughs> There are several locations around the state that uh, the Oklahoma Wild Department stocks these trout. Uh, some of them are wintertime-only stocking places because of water temperature uh, in the in the spring and summer. The water temperature gets above uh, the desired temperature to keep these fish alive, so they're not stocked in the summer. Now, and there are other year-round trout fisheries that are created by releasing water out of the bottom of the dams of some of our area lakes that these trout are located in and uh, by that release it keeps the water temperature low enough that these trout can sustain uh, uh, sustain life all year round and uh, I, I guess probably one of the the closest year-round trout fish we have is the lower Illinois around Gore Weber Falls area and uh, boy me and my brother Brian you know we grew up fishing this thing going all the way back to the 70s and uh, th- this is one of our favorite places to trout fish. And one of the things we're going to talk about is how we go about fishing this, what's the equipment, the tackle that we use to do so, and uh, even uh, where exactly where we fish on this river. So, uh, Brian, what would you like to open up with? Well, uh, let me see here. I guess probably the thing to open up with would be uh, number one thing is whether or not they're releasing water. Uh, when you get to the river there, uh, it would depend on water release uh, or not releasing any water uh, as to how you would approach uh you know, trying to catch you some of these fish. And what Brian's talking about is this This is a, you know, this is right below Lake Tenkiller. Uh, this lower Illinois comes out of Lake Tenkiller. So depending on how much water they're generating and or running or releasing out of the dam depends on really how you approach and how you fish this particular area uh, or this particular river. Uh, the, the first thing we're going to talk about is no water release. And, and this is common 
common in the summer and in the fall. It's not as common in the spring with with the uh, rain because as the rain goes, uh, you know, the, the lake gets up and then they release more water and uh, the river can get a little harder to fish. But we're going to talk about right now with no water release, what some of our favorite techniques and locations are. And I'll start it off by talking up uh, right below the dam. There's an access area that you can drive right up to the dam. It's it's one of the, the state-mandated stocking areas. Uh, they release fish right there. And it's uh, one of the better fishery locations for catching these fish. And what we usually start with, or what I usually start with, is I usually start with artificials. And I throw a lot of Bobby, Bobby Garland sheds, in, you know, in the two-inch range on uh, a 30-second ounce head something in the shad pattern even something with some orange or chartreuse in it sometimes and it, it seems to produce these fish uh, on a quite regular basis or even a pearl white uh, what's your favorite color brian oh i would have to say it'd either be a pearl white or they make one it's called a baby cricket it's uh brown on the back with dark spots in it and a white cream belly that i've i've caught a lot of fish on that yeah, and uh, you know, you we're throwing this on uh, five five and a half foot spinning tackle. We're throwing four pound line, and uh, we're we're fishing this uh, similar to what you would fish it, uh, you know, in the springtime for crappie or sand bass. Uh, we're just uh, you know casting this out here and, and kind of hopping it back uh, with the rod tip. And uh, some of these strikes are <laughs> very aggressive, yeah, about like a lawnmower hitting a brick. <laughs> and and some of the strikes are, are very, very, very faint. Uh, you know, it'll just get a little heavy. So, uh, you know, you have to be prepared for that. Uh, you know, you may have to fish several different locations, you know, kind of key on where water may be running at the head of a hole uh, and then fish the tail out of the hole or the bottom end of the hole. Uh, that can uh, really sometimes concentrate these fish on where they're feeding. What, what else comes to mind, Brian? Well, you know, that is one of the key things to fish in this river when they are not releasing water. Uh, you want to look for water that's moving. Uh, when you've got current, uh, you're going to have uh, fish that are more active if you've got current. And if you say you've got a big, long, deep, slow hole, uh, there may be fish in there. But uh, as a general rule, they're a little bit harder to catch if you don't have uh, a decent current flow. But, uh, you know, at the, at the head of this hole, you know, you may have a riffle run or something that comes into it. And there'll be fish there. And at the tail end of the hole, Dale's talking about where it starts to shallow up to go on the next gravel bar somewhere in that zone back there and that one to five foot water back there you'll find fish back there that are feeding because the current actually picks up at the back end of the hole and uh, you know dale said you know there's a variety of baits you can catch these fish on you catch them on jig you catch them on little spinners uh, small spoons small crankbaits what you want to do is you want to when you when you're wading the river or walking the banks or whatever, you know, try to try to keep the noise down a little bit. You know, just don't go stomping up there. And uh, you want to quarter your cast across the river and upstream. You want to swing that bait down current 
as you bring it back to you, you want to kind of bring it down down current with the current because that's more of a natural type presentation for them. And a lot of times that, that can mean a difference between getting bit or just having one pull up and follow it for four or five feet and then turn around and go back. Yeah, you know, presentation can be a real key. And, you know, even in trout fishing, you know, it's all about structure. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it doesn't seem to matter what fish you're pursuing, whether you're bass fishing, whether you're striper fishing, uh, it, 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 trout fishing, it doesn't seem to matter. There's still that, that structure. The structure may be water current, it may be location, or you may be looking at a, a, a fairly lengthy uh, uh, shallow gravel bar that may be only a foot foot and a half two foot deep and in the middle of this gravel bar there's a tree uh, or a stump or a log or a washed out hole and you know that's prime stuff i mean that those fish will gather up in a place like that yeah they sign up there it says fish here yeah exactly <laughs> neon sign that yeah. keeps flashing and, and what brian was <clears throat> talking about is, is exactly right the, the key phrase here is small you know, don't don't be throwing uh, you know big lures on these fish. They have very small mouths, and uh, the majority of the fish that you're going to catch in Oklahoma waters uh, are are going to be less than a pound and a half. Uh, you know, and so as a consequence, if if you you know go on the net and pull up a, fi- a picture of a trout, rainbow trout, and, and that's what we're talking about here. There's basically two main species that are stocked here in oklahoma and one of them is a rainbow trout which is the most prevalent and the other is a brown trout you know they have a lot of uh, traits in common and one of those traits is a small mouth they just don't have a very big mouth so you you need to throw something that's that's fairly small and these fish sometimes can uh, uh, get to a point to where they like to feed close to the bottom. So whatever you're throwing, you know, you, you need to be able to fish it fairly close to the bottom. Sometimes they're up on top, you'll see them dimpling. Uh, but you need to also be able to fish it sometimes fairly deep. And, and that's what we're talking about here. What, what's some of your favorite spinners, Brian? Oh, I would have to say probably tops number one is rooster tails. Uh, we've thrown those things since day one down there on the lower Illinois. They make a uh, one-sixth ounce and a one-eighth ounce size, which is uh, by far the best size to use. You don't want to get much bigger than an eighth because, like Dale said, you know, these fish have a relatively small mouth, and, uh, you know, they don't eat big stuff, okay? You know, we're, we're talking about the vast majority of the food on this fish's list is less than two inches long. And uh, so, you know, you want to keep that in mind when you're when you're buying a spinner, when you're buying jigs or any type of artificial. Uh, you know, you want to try to keep it, you know, at, at least under that two and a quarter inch length uh, because you get you go get bigger than that and you know it may attract them but they won't hit it because they just you know it's just too big for them or you'll miss a lot of fish or you'll miss a lot of fish you know that they they may hit it but uh, <clears throat> I guarantee you, you you know you can miss a lot of fish uh, with uh, with a bait that's too big. The other thing, one of the other things we'll talk about too is, you know, you don't have to throw artificials. Uh, there's another rig or, or several rigs uh, that you can look at to uh, to bait fish for these things. And uh, there's, there's a bait out there that's very common. It catches a lot of fish and it's called Berkeley Power Bait. And, uh, you know, it comes in a variety of colors. Uh, orange is one of my favorite. Yellow 
is one of my favorite. What are, what are a couple of your favorites, Brian? Orange Metal Flake, uh, White, and they make one that's called uh, Rainbow Metal Flake. Oh, yeah, that's got the orange, the green. Yeah, it's the got it all in, in there. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's basically a dough bait that's prepared in a jar. You buy the jar, and, you know, you get a little piece of it on your fingers. And the the real trick here is, is to, to – uh, put that on a treble hook, a very, very small treble hook. Uh, you know, trying to use just a regular hook, it comes off very, very easy. And sometimes you can get it in the water, but the f- one bite from the fish and it's gone. Uh, so, you know, we're talking, you know, 18s, 20s. 16, 18s yeah. be probably the two best sizes to use with a with power bait. And, you know, when you're fishing a treble hook that small, you know, here we go again, you, you're not going to get very big line through the eye of that hook. No. So, you know, that, that's where another place where that four-pound line comes from. And uh, there are rigs that you can tie. Uh, uh, I have a... Uh, a video out there uh, that's not only on my Facebook page but on my YouTube channel uh, Just Fish Outdoors that uh, takes you through uh, many of these uh, uh, items that we're talking about today the only difference is uh, I'm fishing uh, uh, the White River in Arkansas and uh, I've got a whole video up there showing you how to catch these fish, showing you the rigs we're using, you know, showing you uh, uh, some of the some of the tricks that I use to catch these fish. So uh, feel free to go out there and check out that. Uh, it, it'll help you out somewhat. Uh, one of the things you'll notice on the YouTube channel is I'm throwing marabou jigs, and uh, that's another devastating thing to throw on these trout. You know, you can you can have a 16th or 32nd ounce or even sometimes a 64th ounce marabou jig you fish that quite a bit too don't you brian oh yeah definitely uh just throw the uh, solid marabou jigs and and do what we call the trout dance with them yeah and uh you know like i said earlier sometimes that fish when he hits it it'll just be a peck and other times he'll be in three inches rod when he hits it you know and and, and this this combination or this strategy, this tactic, this presentation, folks, is is capable of catching fish in multiple states. Yes. You know, I, I've used some of these same techniques in Oklahoma, in Arkansas, in, in Missouri, uh, even further north up toward the Canadian border, uh, as far east as Maine. Uh, some, of the, some of these tactics will work regardless uh, of where you're fishing for trout. It's just a question of uh, uh, of shaving and customizing that particular jig or or that particular artificial by weight or by hook or or whatever to that particular set of problems or particular set of circumstances you're trying to fish that rig with. Uh, what else comes to mind, Brian? Well, you know, you you, you vary the weight, you vary the length. Uh, another another very good uh, presentation method is with what we call the clear plastic bubble or casting bubble. Uh, this is a uh, clear plastic float that you can purchase. Uh, it has a uh, most of them have a push button or a twist top on them where you can actually put a little bit of water inside the float. And what that does is it adds weight. And that allows you to cast uh, small jigs. Uh, and 
you know you're able to you're able to get to distance on it and you can fish that rig you know you, you vary the leader length according to how deep you're wanting to fish and uh, this is an effective way to fish jigs it's an effective way for those of you that do not have fly rods this is an effective way to fish flies um, this is also a very effective method for bait fishing. Uh, yeah, provide, <laughs> provide you have lots of perseverance and, and patience. Yeah, do not do it at night. <laughs> not unless he wants you to drive you to drink. Yeah, that's for sure. We, we've we've tried to do the court thing with with rainbows one night down at uh, down at the lower Illinois and. Uh, uh, half a jar of corn and several salmon eggs later uh, we went back to camp <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it can it can be it can be a hair pulling uh, uh, situation yeah, to try to catch and the reason why is these fish are so fast i mean they they can hit that thing and steal your bait they feel that resistance i think of the cork yeah. and they turn it loose and by the time you can react and and and, and jerk or try to set the hook yeah that fish he, is long gone yeah, he's, he's five feet away and smack his lips waiting for you to throw it back out there so he yeah. can eat again yeah it, it's uh it, it can be a real uh, uh trying experience yeah, to if catch you're, if, you're con- if you're conservation minded this is definitely <laughs> the method for you but yeah, i guarantee you're, you're not going to have to worry about catching your limit that's for sure no, uh-uh. <laughs> you'll you'll be feeding the fish that's what you'll be doing you know and once again you know this is this another technique there there are a lot of techniques and uh, presentations that you can use to to catch these fish, and you you just kind of have to experiment and and figure out which ones you like the best. You know everything. You know everything from you know marabou jigs, plastic jigs, spinners, uh, spoons. Uh, you know live bait. Some of these fish, especially the larger ones, can uh, readily be caught on small live minnows. That's that's a, one of their favorite baits. Oh yeah, and uh, you know they're they're used to seeing those, and they'll readily attack them. So uh, you know that's just another option for the person that's uh, pursuing these little critters. You know one of the nice things about trout fishing is you know you you don't have to have uh, the big huge boat, the motor, uh, and all the accoutrements that go along with that, and all the baggage that goes along with that, as well as the you know big V8 towing vehicle. You don't have to have any of that stuff. No, no. You know, you, you can uh, you can. It's amazing how minimalist that you can go trout fishing on. Yeah, you uh, can load up the Volkswagen and go. There you go. I mean, it's not a budget busting thing. No, it, it is not. It it is it is a very very budget minded budget friendly uh, way to fish and these fish are excellent table fare oh definitely uh, you know once again you know you can fry them bake them broil them <laughs> cook them smoke them yeah do, what, however you want to do it do whatever you want to do what one of our favorite ways is to uh, uh wrap them up in aluminum foil throw a, a pat of butter in there and throw them out on the grill for a few minutes and, and they're done yeah you know yeah you don't take very long at all to cook a trout no, it doesn't, and uh, you know the 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 bones. We we do not fillet the fish. Uh, you know we uh, you know it's your preference whether you want to take the head off or not. Uh, 
but the fish are, are, are uh, you know, their the entrails are removed and uh, they're cleaned and, you know, we cook them whole. And when you do that, uh, you know, you can uh, basically chew down on one side of the fish and reach in there and grab that backbone and just pull the whole line of bones right out. Yeah, the, the whole skeleton will come out in your hand and then you can uh, wrap your lips around the other side. Yeah, then basically you have a filleted fish. Then. Yeah, uh, yeah. after that you can go to town, man. You don't have yeah. to worry about anything. Yeah, you can, you can really get after it. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, uh, they're, foot of, they're full of good vitamins and uh you know they're good for you so that's something to consider as well and, and they'll freeze up pretty good i mean yeah. you you can uh you know the, the way i like to do it is vacuum pack them but uh they'll freeze up real good and they're and they're excellent uh table fare uh, and there's uh, a multitude of recipes out there oh good grief uh for these things so mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it's it is a very budget-friendly thing to get into trout fishing especially around here in oklahoma you know uh and and there's uh, there's a lot of places, uh, you know. We we primarily talked about the Lower Illinois, uh, but there's uh, you know Beavers Bend down uh, down on uh, uh, the state park that uh, runs out of. Uh, uh, well, I just forgot about it. <laughs> I tell you, when you, it's tough when you get old, that's for sure. You know, these things just go and come. But uh, the Oklahoma Department of Website has uh, a complete list of where they stock these fish at. Uh, Broken Bow. See, I tell you. Yeah, it come to you eventually. <laughs> yeah, there's there's Broken Bow. There's Blue River down at Tishmingo. Yeah, Blue River, well, Blue River is one of those, uh, you know, wintertime fisheries right. that we talked about. They only stock them. I think they start sometime around October or November stocking them. Once again, you know, you don't have to have a, a budget-busting rig to, no. to go fishing. You can just load up your rod and uh, a few a few, uh, a few goodies and, and go try your hand. A few of those what they call throwable devices. Yes, yeah, so three of those throwable devices, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's – what else comes to mind, Brian, about the trout fishing? Well, you know, people need to keep in mind that uh, when they go fish for these things, when you catch one – when you look at fish, probably one of the first things you're going to notice is that trout have a very large eye, and that means they have very good eyesight. Uh, trout, uh, you can read stories about these guys going out to some of these western rivers and creeks and stuff and literally having to sneak up on the stream in order to be able to <laughs> cast to these fish because they're that spooky. Yeah, crawl on their bellies. Yeah, well, your stock fish ain't going to be like that. But uh, it's the same same token. Uh, you want to remember uh, when you uh, when you get ready to go go after these critters, uh, you know, keep keep your you know keep your tackle in mind. Uh, you know, keep it light and keep it simple. Uh, four pound line, six pound line max. You know, five five and a half foot rod, light spin casting or spinning gear. And uh, I would have to say that is probably one of the absolute keys to being successful at catching them. Yeah, and uh, that's some very good information. You know, it, it never hurts to be quiet and, and somewhat sneaky when you're trying to find these things. Brian, thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, and, and I know we've helped some folks maybe introduce them to some trout fishing. That's uh, uh, something that uh, we really enjoy over the years, and I hope they will as well. And, uh, folks, remember, if you'd like to know more about Just Fish Outdoors or anything we can do to help, Feel free to drop us an email at justfishoutdoors at justfish.com or you can jump on our Facebook page, Just Fish Outdoors. This is Dale York for Just Fish Outdoors saying we'll catch you later. <laughs>